I'm very fearful of what's coming from the uh, the good old king this uh, this Sunday. Hey everyone and welcome to this episode of Titan Up Talk Fan Edition. This is where I am chatting with our amazing Titan fans and our fan groups. I am your host, Brian Hager. And I want to let you know that this show is brought to you in part by Parkway Poorhouse. If you're in the Chattanooga, Tennessee area, in the need of a great place to grab some delicious food with your family, or just want a spot on the patio to hang out with your friends and grab some appetizers in a cold adult beverage, well, Parkway Poorhouse is the perfect place for either occasion. Visit parkwaypoorhouse.com to plan your visit today and tell them the Chat 10 Sports crew sent you. We would greatly appreciate it. Well, today on Fan Edition, this is a little bit different as I venture into enemy territory. I am joined by my friend, Brian Snyder. He's a Ravens fan, but he's also the owner of Be More Around Town and Big Game Travel. I came to know Brian on the 2018 London Titans trip that he planned. So we discuss the kind of the beginnings of his fandom, our rivalry with the Ravens, and what we're expecting out of this week's game. Hey, Brian, I would not dare do a Titans-Ravens podcast this week without you, sir. I want to thank you so much for your time, and how are you today? I'm doing good, Brian. I mean, then again, you know, I wouldn't go to a uh, Ravens-Titans game in Baltimore without uh, inviting you up to Baltimore. (laughs) Well, unfortunately, you know, we got uh, different times this year. Um, I would definitely want to be up there this weekend if we could. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, we actually just, uh, you know, with everything going on, um, we're actually taking a scale back. Um, Ravens had fans for the uh, Steelers game two weeks ago. Uh, We were expecting to have our 4,000 rowdy fans out there hoping to get in uh, Tannehill's head, but uh, the city actually just scaled back and they're no longer having fans. So you guys will have a a nice peaceful, uh, peaceful game. Quiet stadium, <laughs> <laughs> so to speak. Yeah. Oh man. Um, well, and before we get into, you know, our, our teams do have quite a bit of a rivalry, and uh, but how are the Ravens fans feeling this week, right after the New England game? Oh, are you? Come on. Are, are you? Well, no. Are, are you have? So we're both we're both six and three, um, and right now. We feel like as Titans fans, we're having to talk us off the ledge right now. We're still six, you know, six and three. I mean, you know, it's the same exact vibe in Baltimore where we're both sitting at six and three. We're both, I think we're both uh, lost two of the last three. Um, you know, and I, I think that, uh, I think we both know that both teams have some holes. Um, ours got uh, exploited on national TV Sunday night. Uh, I mean, you can blame the weather, you can blame whatever, but uh, the Patriots brought it and, uh, Watching, you know, watching the the Patriots five different running backs that half of you know half the nation can't name run against us uh, makes us uh, very fearful of what's coming from the uh, the good old King this uh, this Sunday. Well, that's very nice because honestly, uh, we may get it into a little more in the in the in the show here, but I don't know what Titans team is going to step off that bus in Baltimore <laughs> because we've been so inconsistent. You just don't know. Uh, yeah, New England ran up and down the field on Baltimore on Monday night, but I would expect Baltimore to fix those holes for sure. Well, one of the things that, uh, one of the things that's hurting us is our, our nose tackle. We have Brandon Williams out. Um, it looks like he's going to be out. And, uh, 
uh, Calais Campbell, who I know you guys know pretty well, you know, that we had gotten from Jacksonville. Um, so our, uh, our, our two big run stoppers are uh, being out definitely, definitely has us fearful. That's for sure. Well, I think too, the Baltimore's wins or the, excuse me, the two losses prior to this one were against the chiefs mm-hmm. and against the division rival Steelers. Mm-hmm. So I, as far as even though if you had to say quality losses, I would think that'd be qualify for sure. Whereas the Titans, we had an embarrassing loss against the Bengals. <laughs> we should have won that game on paper, right? But a typical, I think, trap game. Oh, yeah. We did not bring it whatsoever. Joe Burrow had a field day with this. We made him look like an all-star. Yeah. Well, well what my hope is, is that uh, as a Ravens fan, you know, we, we've definitely had this one circled on the calendar. Um, this was the For one that we, sure. you know, we, uh, we wanted to kind of rebound and, and show the world that we're not the team that they saw against, uh, against the Titans in, in January when we, uh, pretty much got, you know, egg in the face, I guess you could say. Well, that same with the game, this, you know, being this one circled on the calendar, um, I knew it was going to be, you know, a revenge game. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Yeah. But uh, before we get into much more of our current game coming up, uh, some people may think, Brian, this is a Titans podcast. What are you doing having our rival uh, Ravens fan on here? But I think we can learn a lot about both each, uh, uh, both fan bases. And I think you're in a unique position as well, where you work a lot with a lot of different fan bases. But I would like their audience to get to know you a little bit better, Brian. And so were, were you born and raised in Maryland? Born and raised. I've uh, been a Ravens fan since 96. Um, so, I mean, as you guys know, the team, you know, same thing with the Titans. I think you guys came in, what, uh, was it 95 they rolled over? From- they uh, 97. 97. 97. Okay. So well, I, think, I think the fan base is very similar in the fact that we're kind of a, um, a newer fan base, I guess you could say. I mean, we both have quite a bit of history under our belt, but, um, you know, some 96 when um, when, when the, when the Ravens originated, I mean, I latched on immediately and, um, haven't looked back, you know, as, as a fan, um, you know, it's, it's, it's been a great run. I mean, we do have two Super Bowls. I know you guys played in the one in 2000. Um, and, uh, it was at the music city miracle year. Right. And, uh, yes, 1999. So I've, I've, you know, and, and as you know, the, what was it? The AFC, was it AFC central we were in? AFC central. Yeah. We're both franchises were in the AFC central. Uh Uh-huh. And, uh, I think, um, you know, as you know, and kind of just touching on what we do, um, you know, we do some some different. We have different fan bases, and one of my favorite fan bases is the Titans fan base. And oh, thank as, you. as you know, you guys you guys rolled to London with us. Uh, you know, it was a great trip. And um, one of the things when we had bumped into uh, uh, Eddie George, kind of going to the history. Um, you know, I think Eddie George can attest that uh, Mr. Ray Lewis uh, <laughs> helped helped uh, shorten Eddie's career a little bit. You know, a little bit, <laughs> and and. Um... Ray was drafted that very first year as well. Is that correct? Yeah, we had uh, first our first two draft picks were Jonathan Ogden and Ray Lewis. So it's uh, kind of crazy that your first two picks are Hall of Famers right off the bat. Right off the bat. Incredible. Incredible. Well, did you, did you follow any other teams growing up before the Ravens came back to town, so to speak? Uh, I guess you could say, sadly, as uh, any childhood uh, that follows a, a winning team, I guess you could say I was a, a Cowboys of the 90s fan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hard, hard not to, uh, to to like that team and, and what they, they brought. So, Oh, absolutely. It's like the Bulls in the 90s. You know, yeah. everybody was a Bulls fan. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, and, th- and then we shift it. And, um, you know, it's one of the things that, that I can say is that 
you know, I know the Titans are um, are in the AFC, um, are still in the AFC, and uh, yep. you, know, you, you kind of always want to cheer against them. But you know, I kind of find my way of of the friendships that I've established over the years, and um, in Tennessee and Nashville, um, have really kind of accustomed me to to kind of quietly cheer for the Titans. Um, <laughs> well, thank you. Except when we're playing the Ravens, of course. <laughs> Except for when we're playing the Ravens. Oh, and. You seem you, you bring a lot of people to Nashville, actually. Uh, I know last year, pre-COVID, that you brought in maybe the Eagles. No, that, maybe it wasn't last year. Uh, but I know you, you brought some teams, uh, yeah, other well, fan bases, well, uh, into Nashville. You know, don't, don't hold that against me. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Nashville is one of those cities that uh, I, I try my best to get to six to eight times a year. Um, oh, wow. So whenever I see a, a reason to come, I, I, I try to do it. So. We brought a couple hundred um, Eagles fans. Um, you know, they were definitely the nicer Eagles fans if, if you met them. Uh, but, uh, you know, one of our biggest – we brought some Chiefs fans last year. Um, nice. We actually were lucky enough to bring some Bears fans a couple weeks ago. Um, oh, really? For last week. So um, so that was a, a really nice experience to have uh, um, some Bears fans have the ability to get out and see their team. And um, all I can say is from all the fan bases that we travel to Nashville specifically – Every one of them leaving, whether they win or lose, they they all leave super happy and super appreciative of the hospitality that they get at the stadium. And that's um, I don't see that at any, at, on any of the other stadiums that we go to. That's awesome. That's awesome. I think we pride ourselves on being, you know, a not only a good fan base, but a hospitable fan base. I don't think you'll find too many. You know, you'll, you'll have a couple of jokers out there that's going to be, you know, uh, want to get up in your face and, and maybe try to cause some trouble or something. But I think on the whole, um, everybody's pretty hospitable, welcoming other fans in. And of course, we want to have you have a good time, beat you and send you home. <laughs> but you know, doesn't always, you know, doesn't always happen like that. But, in, and I, you know, one of the things I always say is, is that, you know, these fan bases going into other cities, the amount of money and revenue it brings into the city and, and showcases the city is, is what yes. it's all about. And, um, you know, one of the things we do is when we're in town, we try to give everyone, you know, as close to the Nashville experience as possible um, from the live music to the, you know, the honky tonks to um, to the opera. You know, it's kind of kind of try to tour them on that. And, you know, I look back to 20, I think it was 2018. Uh, we took you guys to um, London. Correct. And uh, that was one of the more interesting trips for me because I hadn't really met any of you uh, Titans fans that were on the trip yet. And um we the Ravens had played that Sunday, and I mean we put a whipping on you. Uh, <laughs> and I think we had something like twelve sacks or some some crazy number of sacks. Yes. Oh, that was the miserable game. Yes. And it was raining, and we stayed through. And uh, that night, I had to uh, meet meet the. So you know, I bring my whole group from Baltimore to the game. Um, after the game, I get them all sent back home, get them to the airport, and then Monday night, I'm meeting the Titans group at the airport, and we're heading to London for the week together, and. You know, all you guys are coming in and, and everyone's like, man, that was a rough game. And I'm I'm like, do I let them know yet that I'm a Baltimore guy or do I <laughs> hold hold it off? See how it goes. <laughs> and it, it actually became, you know, it became a joke between the group that was that was there. And I mean, you know, one of the things I, I mean, I remember that that uh, Titans Chargers game to the point that, you know, you guys went for that, too. And um, I mean, you guys were awesome in those seats. And, you know, I know you guys bring the flags and tighten up and. I mean, I I just look back to 2018, and that was probably one of my more memorable favorite trips to uh, to London was with with you guys. Oh man, that's well, same same exact sentiment because we were, you know, when kind of going back to uh, the Titans Ravens game prior to our trip, 
of course that was miserable, but we were just so excited to be there, quite frankly, mm-hmm. <laughs> to, to travel, to be in London. So that, that, that heals a lot of wounds. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I, I know as you were touching about with, with what we do and, and the fan travel, um, one of the things that really just excites me and kind of drives me to do the fan travel, um, are the friendships that are formed and, you know, kind of seeing, um, you know, uh, whether you guys and, and Don Gears or the, um, um, oh, so many of them, um, trying to think of some of the other names. Chocolates. Yep. Yep. The Chocolates, but just the friendships that, that form of, you know, you're at the same games on a lot of Sundays and you mm-hmm. may not have necessarily crossed paths, but now you just went and spent the weekend or a week away in a, in a different city or a different country, um, with some fans and, and, and you establish these friendships and, um, me, I like to just sit back sometimes and, and just watch those, those friendships evolve. And, um, sometimes I get a little jealous when I see you guys post that you guys are, are tailgating together. And I'm like, man, I want to be a Nashville tailgate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I get jealous of the tailgates that you throw because you have some amazing tailgates and we actually got to experience one, uh, last, well, I, I want to say last year, but it hasn't been last year it was only in Feb, when it was at January, we were up there. Yeah, yep. uh, crazy. It, it seems like two years ago, but it's just few months ago. Oh yeah, no, that was uh, that was one thing that I was really um, excited about that you guys um, just kind of took the time and the energy to come up and um, you know, and I was one of the things is as many times I've been to Nashville and the hospitality you guys have shown was was you know we just wanted to make sure that we were able to extend that that same generosity and um, I know I know our fan base at at least at the tailgate enjoyed you. Um, I know at the game, uh, a few of the Titans fans that I had uh, in the group that I had chose to sit with, I'd end up backing them up a couple times to, to our own to our own Baltimore fan base. But I think that kind of came from a little bit of uh, disappointment is, is where that mouthiness was coming from in our fan base. Well, at that tailgate, there was probably 1,500 Ravens fans there. And then we probably had about 10 Titans fans here. <laughs> we show up and we're like, we're in a sea of purple, but I will tell you, and you're talking about extending hospitality when you're in Nashville. Everyone was so nice to us during that tailgate. And even to a large extent inside the stadium, we really didn't have a, a problem inside the stadium. And, but people were coming up to us. We have one of our friends, Chris, that he dresses up. He wears a, a Derrick Henry crown, the blue flames coming out. He's like six, six. He wears a cape and that type of stuff. And he was like a little celebrity. People were coming <laughs> wanting to get pictures with him. Uh, and, and no one said a crossword to us. Although at one point I thought I might get my ass kicked because I almost jumped in line of the buffet and, <laughs> and I turned around and I did not realize that there was a line going back and people were giving me the eye. And I said, well, I threw my hands up in the air. I said, Oh, I'm sorry. I did not see the line. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hospitality only extends so far when you're, when you're messing with someone's food. So exactly food and drink, don't mess with their food and drink. Absolutely. One hundred percent. Oh my gosh, that it. Uh, but again, once what's inside the stadium, um, the the fans were still. We were sitting, of course, in a sea of purple. And the first, uh, the, our first drive, we were three and out. And then Ravens start, and then of course Lamar starts running right. And the, it's amazing to hear that stadium when he starts running. It's just like a sea of of excitement and cheers that started erupting um and a- well, he's he's an exciting player and i'm you know one of the things um this year he hasn't we haven't seen that burst of energy yet this season um 
So you kind of wonder if there's a little bit of lingering like injury or something of that nature, because mm. um, it's just not there now that'll help you guys. But um, you know, it's a, uh, it's it's definitely he he is a fun explosive player to watch and and he's he's one that I've I've been super excited that we've had on our team. I mean, um, how, depending on how much you guys follow you know sports, but I mean uh, the Ravens and um, but you guys you know in Nashville know about kind of I guess you could say lame old lame duck quarterbacks um, and and you know we had Joe Flacco for <laughs> while while Joe was amazing uh, and you know. Some still say he's elite. He almost looked elite the other night on uh against the Patriots, but uh you know playing for the Jets. But Joe kind of got to the point in his career where he was you know we all called him Checkdown Joe, uh, and, uh, and and we were just it was Checkdown every play. And I mean it'd be third and seventeen, and he's throwing a little dump off pass to the running back. Yeah. Uh. So so to go from that to to having a a, a Michael Vick esque style yes. uh, player, I think is is probably the best comparison. Is uh, it adds a whole new level of excitement and. Um, you know, he's, he's still young. He just won the, uh, won the league MVP last year and I think yep. three. So, uh, it'll be curious to see when that contract's up and how much money, uh, you know, w- when we have to back that, uh, that, that bank truck up to him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Are they going to be willing to open up the vault? Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of quarterbacks, um, Titans and Ravens do share, like we said at the beginning of this, share a lot of similarities. Uh, one of those being a quarterback, Steve McNair, uh-huh. came to Baltimore. And I believe that was the 2007 season. 2006, I believe. Six. Uh, yeah, it was 13 and three. Yep, 13 and three. Uh, yeah, that was 2006 mm-hmm. uh, when McNair. So, how was McNair received? Was it uh, was it a you know fanfare or was it like we're getting a washed up dude or no? Uh, I think it was in all honesty. I think from a fan base because we had to watch McNair go against us for so many years. Uh, you know, obviously being in the same division, so I think there was still that excitement of like, holy cow, um, here we go. And I think to be honest with you, at the time we had Kyle Bowler for anybody that might remember that name. Yep. Um, so it was. Uh, it was it was almost a refreshing um, situation to uh, to get McNair in, um, and then of course he didn't. McNair didn't just come alone. You know he brought uh, Derek Mason and Samari Rolls. Yes. Him. Yes. And, uh, so it was it was interesting that we had you know the we we had basically taken the the, the three Titans legends I guess you could say. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> shifted them over, and I know you guys were kind of going through a weird time at that point. Like, oh yeah, and and Steve when he left us. Um, when he was traded away, I should say, it was bizarre circumstances. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had locked him out of the facility, fearing that he had an injury and, and they didn't want to be on the hook for, you know, his, uh, his cap money, I believe. Right. And it was, it was just a real bizarre ending for a guy that brought so, so much to our franchise. Uh, and I hated that it ended like that, but uh, I'm glad he did have success elsewhere. Yeah. And um, I mean, it was, I think it was a one year kind of thing. And I think everybody kind of, you know, I think deep down, I think Steve even knew that he was kind of at the end of his his road with with playing, and 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 you know he he came to a defense that was that was built and ready to go, and ready which to would go. have made a little bit deeper of a run, but we didn't. And you know, I remember that year. I actually had one interaction with him. I went to a uh, an after party um, downtown, and I was I was friends with a couple guys from the team at that point. And I didn't know who I was going, you know, who was there or anything. And I get in there, and I'm you know sitting there, and I'm having a, a cocktail, and I'm standing there just staring at the pool table 10 feet from me. And it's, uh, 
Steve McNair and Ray Lewis and they're and they're just playing playing pool. Ah, jeez. And, and, and they're both smoking a cigar and I'm just looking and I'm like, I never got the courage to go over to them. I just you know everybody kind of let them two be, but it was uh, it was it was you know greatness sitting right there. We're just right in front of us between the two of them. Total fanboy moment, I'm sure. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and actually, Steve, you know, 2007 did not have a good season. I don't think he missed a lot of games. Mm -hmm. And I think injuries just surmounted. And like you said, uh, then he announced his retirement right after that, after that season was was over and closed the books on on that uh, chapter of his of his life. Yeah. And I, and I think, uh, you know, one of the coolest things that I, uh, recall is, um, 2017, um, we had about 1500 Ravens fans. We brought to, uh, Nashville for the, the Ravens Titans game in 17. Um, and, uh, that game they honored, uh, they had Steve's kids, uh, come out and do the sword. Um, and that yes. was, uh, that was a pretty cool experience. Just, just as Raven, we, you know, having so many Ravens fans and sure relation and, and kind of the, the correlation of it. And I, I said, uh, I think they planned this. You know, <laughs> <laughs> well, they uh, Ravens even have a nice little tribute video of Steve um, on their website, mm-hmm. and so I was kind of digging around on that and found. It. I was like, oh, that's just that's just real. That's awesome. I mean, even who was with the teams for a, such a short period of time, but it's nice to know that you know he's he's remembered it also in in Baltimore. Oh yeah. Yep. When I was kind of digging into our franchises a little bit too, uh, of course, the Ravens franchise is the former Cleveland Browns, but they left all of that history and records in Cleveland, which is probably a genius move because who wants all that baggage? <laughs> we, left that, we left that stagnant out there. Yes. Uh, you know, it's uh, it is funny because, you know, one of the, one of our trips every year is the Cleveland with them being in the division. And, and we call them the, the uh, factory of sadness. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and we get out there and of course we chomp at the bit with them and um, it's gotten a lot less aggressive over the years okay. um, where it's, uh, you know, when we first started going out, actually my first year out there was 2006 and um, excuse me, the uh, fan base was a little, I mean, they, they, they were bitter for still some time and, and every now and then we get the bitter one. Um, but it's, uh, it's been a nice, uh, it's been pleasurable to go out there and not have, you know, the, the, the guy screaming in the face that we stole their team or that Ray Lewis is a murderer or, you know, Oh God, you know, it's it, some, some fans take things to a whole nother level and when, yes. when you kind of get out of that, you're like, all right, finally, like, I don't have to do it. Wow. Yeah. Fandom is a curious thing. Cause you get your super zealous, uh, fans that just can't let it go. Yeah. And, but, but, but to what, you know, to what end it's not going to end up well. No. And that's in, in, in all honesty, I mean, I don't know, you know, um, you know, your followers uh, with, if they look at what's going on in Baltimore right now, um, for those that watch the game on Sunday, you might've seen our, our center um, could not snap a ball for the life of him. And um, you know, it was the week before he started having some issues with the Colts, by the way, you are welcome. We beat the Colts uh, in Indy. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Um, but, uh, but our, our, um, our center, uh, just couldn't get control of the ball. And, you know, of course they, they chalked it up to the weather, but at the end of the day, the Patriots didn't have that issue. And, uh, I mean, to the f- point of where you go to fandom, we had fans threatening his family. Oh, and my God. I mean, if you pull this up and he, and he put out a, a, a message yesterday and he said, look, you know, at the end of the day, it's a football game. Right. And, you know, my family doesn't deserve to be brought into this and. 
And I and you know I sit back and I just look and I'm like, with everything that's going on in the world, the Ravens losing a football game one doesn't upset me that much. Um, right. I need to threaten someone's family. Two, uh, I don't look at one player as a reason a team lost the game either. Um, but three, just looking at the fact that it went to that level, and we have one of the Ravens, one of our Ravens followers had tweeted out, um, Sakura has a uh, has a charity that he's been raising some foundation, uh, some money for. And uh, we just, he took it and he said, you know, uh, Ravens, you know, Ravens flock is our, our hashtag. He said, you know, let's stand behind Scora, uh, Scura and uh, let's, let's all start making some contributions. And, and, and we did, and we started sharing it and pushing it. And I think over the uh, past 24 hours, I think we raised about, uh, helped raise about $10,000 for the charity. Oh, fantastic. Um, so that's always a really cool, like kind of, you know, how you can watch a fan base kind of get behind each other too. And, and, and right. that. You know, it, they go both ways. So it's, I think, true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can mobilize a fan base like like no other. Uh, they can rally around a cause and support it, and that's that's what excites me about about uh, fandom. I guess you would say in general. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Well, looking at our series, do you happen to know? What our all-time record is between the two franchises? Well, I'm, I do not personally, but if I had to put a number on it, I would give you guys the uh, the go-ahead beings that I think you had our number for a couple of years there in a row. Uh, well, it uh, it surprised me, and this this is the number I found. We are twelve and twelve. Oh wow! <laughs> Tied up. <laughs> And the other interesting thing, postseason, we've met four times, mm-hmm. and it has favored the road team in every single one in 2000, 2003, 2008, and then 2019 in our latest meeting. And we are two and two in postseason. How and, crazy and, is that? I was at that 2008 game. Um, it was uh, Came Chris to, Johnson came, came down to the kickers, and uh, that was that was the last Del Greco game, if I'm not mistaken. Um, am, am I right or wrong there? With I think you're, I think you're right about that. I think that was, um, let's see here. No, I think that was two. I want to say that was two thousand when. Well, I know it was third. I think the final score of that game was 13 10, 2008. I know it came down the field goals, um, and uh, if I'm not mistaken. And I was at that game, and and the hospitality that surrounded us, uh, from from the fan base. So so you know we end up you know we're we're going back and forth as fans through the whole game, and at the end of the game, uh, the Titans fans walked over and they started shaking our hands and they said, "Just do us a favor, kick the Steelers' ass next week." Yes, and uh, I think that was right around the Lendell uh, White era of uh, him stomping on the flag or the uh, the terrible towel. Oh, the yeah, yeah so that was. Uh, and, and it was funny, so I, I never, you know, you never hear angry Titans fans, and all they said was "kick their ass." And I'm like, "Kick!" <laughs> Don't stomp on the terrible towel. It's come back to haunt us so many times. And uh, and you know, we we actually because that was that was a divisional game uh, to the uh, to the championship, uh, and we went into we went into Pittsburgh that year, and um, I went to that game as well. And, and the first quarter, and, and we knew that game was going to come down to Pulamala and Ed Reed and. Uh, first, I want to say it was, no, it was fourth quarter. Um, we're still kind of hanging on and, uh, Willis McGee was our running back and almost gets his head completely taken off Mm. and they have to bring the, they have to bring the paramedic in and all that onto the field. 
And I look at all of our friends that were with us and I said, this is our cue to leave now. And I was like, cause they were, you know, they were about to win and not last thing I wanted to deal with is one. I hate Steelers fans to begin with, but uh, two, I didn't want to have to go out of there with my head tucked between my legs wearing my right. jersey. So. Yeah. <laughs> so I do, I do recall the 2008 playoff game while with the Titans in, in Nashville. And, uh, but you, that is crazy to think that the road team has won each, each round, each round. But Brian, let's take a quick break, have a word from our sponsor, and we'll be right back. Support for the Tighten Up Talk is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you with the best tools for your grooming experience. And guys, we've all been there in the shower trying to clean up a little bit, and we find out the hard way how wide the teeth are on those old-style trimmers. Well, that's why Manscaped has completely redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created, and they just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. Now, go to manscaped.com, and with our code TUT20, you get 20% off and free shipping. Now, that's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com when you use code TUT20. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. We are here with Brian Snyder. He is the owner of Big Game Travel and Be More Around Town, which I have experienced Big Game Travel and a Be More Around Town tailgate, and they're fantastic. If you happen to be in the Baltimore area, definitely look him up, uh, see what they have going on. And Brian, so how did this all come about for you? You know, as we were uh, as we were talking in the uh, you know the last segment, um, 2008, uh, a couple buddies of mine, we jumped in the car, and uh, we drove to Miami for the Ravens playoff game. Then we set up a little tailgate, and then we you know drove back home, and and that might have been the worst drive ever. Actually, uh, oh. we, we won, but but a, a 48 hour trip driving 17 hours each way is never <laughs> never. <laughs> um, and then uh, as we're driving back, you know, I came up with the idea. I said. Let, let's uh let's let's all rent a van and drive to uh nashville i had never been to nashville didn't know what it was uh 2008 uh city's changed so much since 2008 i'm sure as you kind of big time that. um got there really loved it actually second um second avenue was the the hot spot then uh now okay. it's all, you know now it's all broadway but um uh coyote ugly and the hooters and everything on there was was the right kind of the places to go um, and, uh, 2000, so we're driving back, we win, we're driving back. And, uh, then we go to, um, Pittsburgh and, uh, we lose that game and, and people are like, you know, it'd be cool as if, you know, we could just do a tailgate with you while, while you're there. So I come up, you know, the next year, um, I get a, a van and, and take like 15, fr- 15 friends at this point. And we go to, uh, Indy, um, and we actually, we lose that game and, and then it, kind of just rolled and I was like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to throw this idea out there and see if it, see if it sticks. Okay. And, uh, we ended up taking, um, Ravens opened up the 2010 season against the Jets. It was a uh, MetLife, uh, stadium, their, their opener Monday night football. Um, and, uh, we filled four buses. Wow. Uh, and I, and I was like, okay, I, I guess this is, I'm going to take this and run with it. And, you know, because no one was doing it. No. Yeah. I mean, it was, you know, we had some people doing it, but it, it was, it was just a, a different level of, you know, you have the quote unquote, the prime sports, the corporate levels of stuff. And, 
And I was like, people want the fan experience. They don't want the, here's your hotel, here's your airfare, you know, go have a fun weekend. Uh, people want, in a sense, if, you, if you're going for a, a Titans weekend away or a Ravens weekend away, um, you want that experience to have a, you know, hanging out with the group of fans and um, whether it's touring or, or parties or tailgating, um, sitting together at the stadium. And uh, so I started to just kind of build it in 2012. Um, I was, uh, I had a, actually a, a, an accounting job and this was kind of, I was teetering with this. It was, it was rolling and, and, and the Ravens, it was November the owner of the company comes to me and he offers me a, a, a significant promotion, but tells me that I have to give up this hobby. Oh, oh no. And, uh, at the time, you know, no kids, no wife. And I'm like, eh, you know what? I'll, I don't think this is the right time for me to, you know, fall into this. Uh, it, it was fun, but it, I mean, it wasn't anywhere near as fun as going to football games every, you know, every weekend. And, and, right. uh, you know, I, I kinda, I decided that I was going to focus on that and, um, do the fan travel thing. Ravens ended up going to the Super Bowl that year. We threw a one of the craziest trips I've ever thrown outside of you know London, um, and uh, never looked back. And it's been uh, it's been an amazing experience, an amazing ride. And you know, as we've gone to these various cities and and you know like uh, formed friendships and and new relationships, and um, people were asking you know, hey, well, how does our city you know why does our city do something like this? And then that's where kind of big game evolved was, okay, let's start offering these, you know, some, to some extent, you know, where, where are some of the favorable cities that people like to go? And right. uh, some of our most popular, so, so we have a couple popular trips. It's, um, you know, Miami people always love Miami and, and Dallas people love to go see, you know, the house that Jerry built in Nashville. Jerry world. Yeah. And people love the, uh, people love Nashville with the, uh, the hospitality and the city and, um, now we're throwing in, you know, Vegas and, uh, and, and that monstrosity that'll, that'll happen. Um, and then London, London has been really our quote unquote bread and butter from, from the other teams. Okay. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, I mean, that's, that's kind of, especially within, especially within, uh, it, the NFL increasing the number of games, mm -hmm. uh, and even to two stadiums mm -hmm. last, uh, I believe that was last year. Yep. Yep. And last year we partnered with a, uh, a Carolina group and we took about 800 Panthers fans, uh, incredible Tottenham. Um, and the week before we had about 250 bears fans and, uh, uh, and out there as well. So, I mean, it's, um, you know, it's kind of evolved as one of those things where, you know, as a, uh, me as a person, I love the Ravens, um, you know, but but I, I figure out a way to uh, to kind of still give everybody that same, you know, hospitality with with hosting their fan group as well. And I can tell you, you know, when I was, uh, you know, when we had the Titans in London, I was a Titans fan. You know, I was right there with you guys. Oh, you were in that. You had the Titans hat on. I think you even had a Titans shirt on. It was fantastic. Yeah. We we you were one of us, man. <laughs> yeah. So and it's, uh, you know, one of the things that we. um. Uh, the Titans shirt is actually funny because I did wear the Titans shirt this year for the playoff game when you guys played the Patriots, and I think I'd sent it to a few of you guys and put it on on Facebook. Needless to say, I wish the Patriots would have won that game because then we would have had a chance to beat somebody in the playoffs because we surely weren't beating King Henry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, I can, as I've alluded to here, I can definitely vouch for uh, the the job that you do, Brian is, is first rate. We, of course, not knowing anything, we came to your company from uh, a Facebook boost post probably, or a targeting because uh, you know, I had Titans probably in my, in my, uh, Facebook profile or something, but 
we checked it out and y'all answered all of our questions and all we had to do, we paid, you know, just pay the fee and show up. That's all we had to do. Yep. And everything else was taken care of. We did a day trip to Paris. We had, uh, all transportation taken care of all of our tickets to attractions. Um, we just had to get there essentially. And it was just a first rate experience. And, and speaking of our day trip to Paris, I still have to give, uh, Richard and, and Missy Pearl, a shout out on that one. Yes, 100%. Um, yeah. <laughs> you want to tell the story? You've got to tell the story. That'll, that'll long live forever. So, um, so, so, Missy, my apologies here. You know, if you listen to this, uh, so, so we, um, we go to the train station. And, uh, so, so in London, um, we bus over to the train station and to the train station, you, you know, we, we take the Euro, uh, right over to, to Paris. It's about a three hour, two and a half hour, three hour train ride. And, um, and it's, it's a long day, but it's a, an amazing day that you get to experience, um, some, some sightseeing in Paris that just while you're over there and, and the opportunity to do it. And we walk, we get through uh security and, and they check our passports and they stamp them and we walk a foot past where they stamp them. And Missy looks at us and she goes, are we in Paris already? <laughs> and yes. I don't think anyone knew how to really grasp or respond to that. The faces were just like white, almost like <laughs> trying to process it. I think it was a, it was a classic, it was a classic moment. And, uh, um, you know, and, and I know we gave them grief for that the whole time. And it was, it was certainly, uh, a, not necessarily a, a highlight of the, the trip, but it's just another, another way that we all kind of bonded and bonded. And absolutely. Yes. And Richard, Richard's a jokester. Anyway, he was cracking up, you know, drag jokes the whole time anyway. So, uh, they're definitely a sweet, sweet couple. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, we're almost to our end here, Brian. We've got to talk a little bit about this upcoming game here. So we got Titans 6-3, and three, Ravens 6-3. and three. It's at in Baltimore. So kind of give me some thoughts. What are you thinking about this game? I'm, as, a, as a fan and as a realist, I'm, uh, I'm nervous about this one. We have uh, we got a lot of holes right now. Um, we, uh, I, th- I think if the fans are there full throttle, I think it gives us, a, I think it gives me a little bit more confidence. Um, and I think that, I think that weighs measurably. Um, they're giving you guys six and a half points. I just pulled up. That's whew. really, um, yeah, that, that is not what I thought. I thought at the end of the day, it'd be one of those three point games. Yes. Um, you know, it's, uh, Lamar's there. Um, our receivers haven't really meshed. Uh, we got, um, we got Hollywood who just hasn't performed what he should be you know what, what we expected from him this year uh might be a chance that we bring des up from our practice squad des Bryant. okay yep, um, yep but he has you know des has been out for two or three years so i mean you know it's it's not the des bryant that you that you remember uh right. he just lost nick boyle on uh on monday or sunday night um to a uh to a broken leg and he was our uh, number two tight end um <sighs> that was out there for a lot of blocking running plays um, Ingram's coming off of a, uh, uh, an ankle injury that he didn't look right on Monday. Um, so I think you, you guys got a lot of our, our offensive line. We lost our, uh, pro bowl left tackle. Um, we just benched our, our backup right tackle that we put in. Uh, we got Skura, our center, who's having issues, uh, snapping the ball. Um, so, uh, needless to say, uh, a lot of, a lot, I, I'm, I'm, I'm mindful of, of, you know, the game, but it's, uh, it's, it's stacking up in, in your guys's favor. And, you know, then you shift over to the, the defensive side of the ball. 
Um, I think we got three corners right now. Um, we have a, a, a linebacking crew that's uh, that's that's very young rookies, um, and uh, and then we have our, our defensive line that's just banged up, and 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 some of our bigger guys are out. So it's uh it's one of those things where I'm not necessarily completely worried about Tannehill throwing the ball because that's just sure. not, that's not his style of play. So that's where we're like, okay, this is uh this is kind of lining up to to fit you guys well where. Um, if, uh, if, if King, King Henry's got the, uh, got, got the tires pumped up to what he normally does, uh, I, I think he's going to bull, bully that, uh, defense around a little bit. Uh, well, usually he's good in November, he, but this November, he hasn't quite been the same. Um, that's going to be our big question. Can we get him going? Um, and you know, we're our offensive line too. We're our uh, Pro Bowl tackle Taylor Lewan, uh tore his ACL, so he's out. So we've got we're kind of piecemealing our line together on the offensive side as as well. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's you know I guess at the end of the day I guess we we both trade off that aspect and um, I think it's going to be a fun game no matter what. Um, I think so too. You know, I think uh, I think the Ravens still have a little bit of uh, like animosity from uh, from what happened and right. Tell you what I think there's there's one guy that's going to make the difference in this game. And it's going to be, be all about how Lamar plays uh, as well. That was one of my notes is like, if we can limit Lamar's running ability once again, mm-hmm. then I think we've got a, you know, a better chance. Yep. And that's, and that seems how most teams are attacking him right now. I think it was, was it the Raiders who kind of did, have really limited it to sideline to sideline and not, and not North and South, uh, yeah, and I mean that's that's the thing is as long as you can contain Lamar, um, Lamar doesn't have a problem running that ball, and uh, no. if he sees an opening, um, he's going to take it. And uh, what we've seen and some of the biggest losses is is not necessarily that Lamar can't handle it, but is if you take that that element of his game out, um, we don't have enough depth around him, or or um, I guess you could say star studded power. Um, to be able to uh, to kind of nix that, and, and and I think that's that's where our biggest issue is, is that you know our 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 top wide receiver right now is our number three receiver in Willie Sneed, and um, you know it's that's it's not setting us up for a good situation. And yeah. I, well, I'm and not not worried about Corey Davis, not worried about uh, AJ Brown with uh with Marlon Humphrey and and um, Marcus Peters. We have we have two of the top corners in the league. Um, oh yeah, I think uh, overall the defense is is ranked sixth. Is what I saw in in the NFL. So I mean, always a strong defense in Baltimore. Yeah, but is is you know like I said, if you if you watch that game closely on a Sunday night, um, uh, watching Harris come into that line and just push it back three yards every time, and I mean it was just like this isn't the this isn't the Ravens defense that I've seen. Yeah. Uh, so it's a. Uh, I think it's going to be a great game. I think it's going to be a running game. Um, weather looks to be great up here that day. It's going to be good. I was going to ask about the weather. How's it looking? It's going to be sixty-five and uh, sixty-five and sunny. Um, so it looks beautiful. Like it'll be a a gorgeous, gorgeous game day. Um, Fantastic. Now, do you have anything going on with uh, be more around town? Any tailgates going on? So we're doing uh, what we've been doing this year is we host a, a socially distanced. Um, uh, power plant. Um, I, I think you guys had hosted uh, a Titans thing down there for the playoffs down at Tin Roof. Um, so you know that big open atrium um, downtown. Yes. So they've actually set that up for us now, where it's an all seated event. Um, oh, cool. Are, 
are seated. So you go and you book your table and all your food and beverages taken care of and 25 foot uh, screen TV. And we bring out some of our fanatics and we have the DJ. And I mean, we, we really are doing our best to, um, to stay relevant uh, and, and host people and give people an, a game day experience. Um, but also ensuring that we're following all the, uh, you know, the COVID and CDC. Guidelines. Sure. Guidelines being safe. Yep. Uh, but I think that's what people are craving right now too, is just being able to, you know, celebrate together mm-hmm. and, and have an opportunity to get together. And, and we still, you know, even at our watch parties, we we're high five them. And then every time I high five, I go over and, and pump the <laughs> sanitizer on the hands and wash the hands really good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think we share a sentiment. We're cautiously optimistic about the game, but we're nervous about the game as well on both sides of the ball. <laughs> so it's, 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 this is, it's, I think it's going to be a great game. Like you said, one way or the other, but Brian, you have been fantastic. I appreciate you taking your time out of your day here and where can people find you and your company on social media? Um, so they can follow us on, um, you know, if you're looking for the Baltimore, uh, aspect or, you know, um, in the future, the Titans are up here. Um, check it out at be more or you can follow us on, on Facebook, be more around town, um, Instagram and, uh, and Twitter at be more around town. Or, um, as you know, we, uh, we are always looking to figure out different ways to host Titans fans, um, and, uh, you know, hopefully 2021, uh, we'll be able to take some Titans fans to a, uh, to another away city, um, that would be fantastic. At, uh, at big game travel, um, on all the social media outlets as well. Well, fantastic. That is awesome. And I appreciate you again, again, Brian, so, so very much. And, uh, we'll see what happens on Sunday. Brian, all I'll tell you is I, I appreciate you having, having me on, um, Best of luck to you guys this season. I'm not going to wish you luck on Sunday. All I'll tell you is you guys stay healthy. Same. Hope, hope no one gets hurt, but I'm not wishing. That's you right. Luck. Let's keep them healthy. Let's keep them playing. And uh, we'll see what happens. And I want to thank you for listening. You can find me on Twitter at the Brian Hager. And be sure to visit chat10sports.com for all of our articles, events, and podcasts. Now, if you did enjoy this episode, please be sure to share it with your friends, rate and subscribe to Tighten Up Talk. And remember, go to manscaped.com and please use promo code TUT20 for 20% off your order and free shipping. Well, until next time, tighten up. Tighten up.